you ever close wait do you ever close your eyes uh-huh and like an image appears yeah all the time i just closed my eyes and i saw the little blue eyes from the hamsters for the movie <laughs> Hello everybody, happy Friday. Welcome to the ride home. My name is Abby. Hey guys, I'm Caitlin. And we just got out of the bad guys from DreamWorks. Caitlin, what are your initial feelings? What are your thoughts? So before I really share how I felt about it, I just want to kind of preface it with this is basically the only movie that's currently in theaters that we haven't already seen. <laughs> this is true. So we're kind of just down to, unfortunately, the scraps of the theater choices. <laughs> I mean, no offense to DreamWorks, no offense to this movie. Right. This is just the only thing we had to see. <laughs> and... That's where we're at. So yeah. with it being the only option, the only choice that we had, um, I actually really liked it. I thought yeah. it was a really fun movie. I thought... I did too. You know, there were a lot of really good messages in the movie. I also thought that it was actually pretty funny. I agree. I was kind of impressed. Most of the jokes, you know, really landed well. I feel like... Most movies these days that are for kids, they realize that they also have to entertain the adults that are bringing the children to the theater. Which, by the way, we lucked out because there were no children in our theater. There were no children. Which, I know it's a kid's movie, so I should have probably expected a child to be in there. And um, it's not that I would have been offended by their presence, <laughs> but... I have a... I would just prefer them not to be there. Correct. <laughs> I would just prefer that they weren't in their own it's a little version bit, of a movie. Right. It's a little bit more acceptable when it is a kid's movie. However, I have been in multiple movies where there has been a child that shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Like when I saw Avatar back in college when it came out, there was a literal newborn baby in the theater in like the seat in front of me. Which, in odd its carrier, choice. right? Odd choice. And recently, when we saw Spider Man, directly behind us was a child who was probably like four or five years old. Mm -hmm. And he, throughout the entire movie, every time Spider Man was on the screen, he just went, <laughs> Spider Man! Wow! Wow! He also just would randomly just be like, ah! I know, for no reason. Like, and then eventually fell asleep, which like, thank God he did. But yeah. this is just a, a I'm just going to say it because Marvel is superheroes. That does not give you the license to bring your child. No. And honestly, okay, here's the thing. I don't want people with kids to feel like we're like, don't ever take your kids to the movies because that's not what we're saying. If you take your kids to the movies and especially if you're going to take them to a Marvel movie, Please don't bring them to the opening night. No. Oh my God, no. Please bring them to a Saturday matinee. That's what... Matinees are made for, for children. families. Yes. Correct. Your child should already be in bed. Correct. By 7 p.m. Yes. So just to sum that whole tangent off, we like kids. We love kids. Just keep them in the matinees. Or... If it's a kids movie, whenever. Whenever you want. If yeah. it's a kids movie, that's fine. Yeah. But 
mostly keep them in the mountains. We happened to look out though when we saw a kids movie with no kids. It was very we nice. Did. We just it had a, so a random pleasant. other couple with us. Yeah. But I was I was pretty happy with. It. I thought the animation was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have a few questions about. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. So let's hear your questions. Okay. For those who haven't seen the trailer or don't know anything about the bad guys, the bad guys is about a group of thieves who pull off heists and steal things, but they happen to be animals. So we have, give me the list of animals. I think you'll so remember them. So it's like the stereotypical bad guys. Yes. So you have the wolf, a snake, a shark, a piranha, mm-hmm. and a tarantula. <laughs> With a fat ass. <laughs> Big old fatty. <laughs> so, yes, we have all of these animals, and they were very well designed and mm-hmm. great, and we have these thieves, and we also have a guinea pig philanthropist, <laughs> and we also have a fox who happens to be the governor of California. <laughs> yes, but in addition to that, Every other character in the movie is a person, is a human being, Mm -hmm. and there is no explanation as to why there is this like group of six to seven like sentient animal humanoids, right? And why? Yes, because they're the only animals in the movie that can talk. Because there are other animals in the movie that don't talk. Correct. So there's no explanation as to why only these specific animals talk. The mm-hmm. rest of them are humans, and then there's also animals who don't talk. Right. So I'm thinking maybe it was like a budget thing where like they initially <laughs> wanted to go in like the Zootopia route mm-hmm. and realized that it would be much easier to just replicate a bunch of human beings with little pig noses. Yes, because that's the <laughs> other thing that we didn't say is that not only are there just a bunch of people, but they don't look really different at all no they all look exactly the same the only person who really stood out in any way Mm -hmm. is the police chief (laughs) the big old big bulldog lesbian oh my god what a what a character when she showed up in jorts playing a police chief in jorts with like none of the other cops were wearing jorts only she just her yes I was just like, this is incredible. And also, we have all known this person. This yes. butch, you know, first responder. Big broad- <laughs> <laughs> a big butch lesbian. A big butch first lesbian responder. who is in a uniform. More often than a cop would be like an EMT. Is like yeah, what it's I'm either thinking. a cop or an EMT. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. She That's goes home to her be. wife named Barbara and has yes. two like pit bulls that they mm-hmm. rescued. You know, hundred percent likes grilling and building She's things. She's just simple. Yeah, she drinks. You know, probably Miller Lite. Yeah, nothing crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So she was the main person that yes. we really interacted with in the movie. Correct. Um, all of the other people looked the same. They did at least have like different skin tones, right? So they weren't all like white people, but like they were all people that looked the same with very variations. nondescript. Yeah. Of skin tones and almost looked like 
the person who drew the people was just kind of like, yeah, that's a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was not very detailed. They, they, what they did was they traced their thumb and then they yes. drew features onto the thumb and was yes. like, here are the people They're, for like, this movie. Like, their nose is a little cube. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what we got for the people. And it was interesting, too, because, like, there were other elements of the animation that were, like, so strong. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the um, expressions Mm -hmm. that the animals had, they had really, like, well-defined expressions. You could tell when they were sad. You could tell when they were scared, upset. And also, there were really cool action moments. Like, I won't spoil much further than this but there is like a retractable motorcycle that was absolutely incredible mm-hmm. um it like comes out of a briefcase and it, comes back yeah, like into it is a briefcase and then becomes a motorcycle incredible that was super cool and i also liked what i really liked about like the action parts of the animation is that it almost looked like a comic book like come mm-hmm. to life yeah because there was like a part I don't know why this specifically stuck out to me, but there was a part where the wolf was knocking on a door mm-hmm. and you could see around his little paw knocking on the door, little squiggle marks mm-hmm. of like, almost like impact. Yeah. Like around like his how? hand. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's super cool. Like it yeah. just, and like a lot of like the smoke in the action scenes when they were like driving the cars and stuff uh-huh. looked like a comic book to me. Yes. Like the clouds of smoke. Even the transitions uh-huh. were very comic booky. Yeah. It was like a, a fun mix of like a comic book, but also like Ocean's Eleven. The Wolf. Who was, like, a baddie. Who's but, pl- like, yeah, he's played by Sam Rockwell, but, like, it kind of sounded like George Clooney. Like, right. his voice sort of <laughs> sounded like him. He was so suave. And he, like, you described him as having big dick energy, like, mm-hmm. the wolf. And, like, I was a little bit into him. Like, <laughs> we'll just, like, get the cards out on the table. You're, you're you know. just going to admit that to yeah, the I mean, general public. Yeah, I mean, I guess public. we should just talk about crushes on... So he was a very well-dressed wolf. He was wearing, like, a white suit with a French tuck. Did you notice that? He had, like, a French tuck going on. Of course I noticed the French tuck. Yeah, he had these, like, little, like, Chelsea boots. He had a really cool car. He was, like, like, a little black muscle car. Little, like, aviator sunglasses that he wore. It reminds me of, like, when we were growing up, when we would all have crushes on, like, Disney characters Mm -hmm. who, like, sometimes they were animals. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people had crushes on, like, Simba. I know I had a crush on Robin Hood Mm -hmm. and simultaneously made Marion. Right. Which, like, in this movie, a bisexual awakening could could be the fox and the wolf. Yeah, this could be a child's, you know, bisexual awakening. (laughs) They could see the wolf with the eyebrow piercing. Yeah. I'm sorry, the fox with the eyebrow piercing, who's the governor of California. Yep. And... How progressive. How progressive of them. A woman governor. A single woman. A single woman entrepreneur. The only fox among millions of humans. Yeah. (laughs) She's in charge of the humans. Right. She's governing the humans. Now, another part that we (laughs) kind of glossed over with the them being the only animals with humans in the world is that when they are pulling off these heists, they're in disguise. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing is like, these this group of animals is a well-known group they commit so many heists and robberies and yet when they walk into a room nobody 
recognizes, recognizes them. them, even though they're the only animals in the entire room yeah, and it's are like, the exact type of animal that yeah. the bad guys are. It's like, you're a wolf, but you have a mustache, yeah. so you can't be that yep. wolf. Which, I know that that was, like, part of the humor, mm-hmm, so I'm not, like, mm-hmm. knocking it down. I know that that was probably, like part of the joke yeah but i could see there being this weird age if you did have kids and you brought them to this movie i feel like there would be a weird age where they would ask way too many questions Mm -hmm. nine ten year olds that are like why did they do that why was it like that why was i feel like i would avoid taking that age group to this movie because i feel like they would have a lot of questions they would question a lot yeah another thing that i noticed when you were talking about the humor you know, as far as the disguises being so not disguises. Right. Um, what about the bank? <laughs> With the dollar the sign? The bank. Like, basically, the way that they marked that it was a bank was just a huge, giant dollar sign that looked like a two-year-old wrote it. Drew it on, yes. And I was like, wait, that's actually really funny. Like, I laughed out loud when I saw that, because I was like, mm-hmm. it's just a dollar sign. It was incredible. Yeah. I think the one other critique i would have is Mm -hmm. you know every kid's movie has like a a moral story to it right like it has that teaching moment that lesson and i know one basically from the trailer you can get the picture that the whole concept is that these people are bad guys who are learning to be good guys Mm And one of the things that they said was being good is putting others' needs before your own. Mm -hmm. And they said it multiple times. Yeah, they really pushed that point. But I was just like, maybe not teach kids that their needs aren't important. (laughs) Right. And I think what they were trying to say was like, they were trying to teach a lesson of like sacrificing for other people. Right. And sharing. And sharing. But it was like, they they specifically said like putting others' needs before your own. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, "Mm, maybe we don't say that. And they kept saying after they would say that, they would say, and that's being good. Mm-hmm. And it was like the lessons were very like on the nose, almost like a very rudimentary yes, explanation of how to be a good person. Uh huh. <laughs> and it was like, well, we could have like maybe not taken it. So Which is funny literally. because I feel like they could have done without that because there were also these like little lessons, like loyalty to mm-hmm. your friends and taking care of each other and kind of that concept of being like an outcast but having like a found family Mm -hmm. like a chosen family like a place where you belong the less direct lessons Mm -hmm. were kind of more powerful in a way yeah um but without spoiling anything the climax of the movie actually did focus more on that lesson Mm -hmm. than it did on you be good by doing this Mm -hmm. like yeah. It was less Mr. Rogers and more complex towards the end, especially. Yes, I agree. So what would be your popcorn rating for this movie? Um, I think it would be a small popcorn. Okay. Not for any particular reason. Like, it's not that I didn't like it or anything. Mm-hmm. I just, it's not something that I would probably ever watch again, honestly. Right. Unless, like, a kid I was with was like, I want to watch the bad guys. Unless you were thinking about that wolf Unless I wanted to see night. that wolf again, but... <laughs> Not really, no. I think I think I'm good. That's fair. Yeah. 
So I am gonna give it a small popcorn too, but I'm gonna say that it is a very fresh, well-seasoned, good amount of salt and butter, yes. small popcorn. Yes. It's the perfect size. It's the mm -hmm. right amount of just what you need. Yeah. Um, and I think overall, like they did a good job doing what they were doing. Well, I'll speak for myself. I went into this movie with extremely low expectations. <laughs> In the ground. Because. Like so far the far only the, the only information we had going into this movie was the trailer where they played Billie Eilish's song Bad Guy. But only because none of the lyrics are appropriate for a kid's movie. Right. It was just the beat and then occasionally Billie Eilish going Bad Guy. Right. <laughs> over so it was over. just like, okay, what even is this movie about? I mean, clearly it's about bad guys. I definitely think it exceeded my expectations because I. I really didn't have expectations. Yeah. Overall, we give it a small popcorn, but if we were kids, probably, probably a medium. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's going to be some kids out there that are really going to love this movie. Mm -hmm. And Also because kids, like, really like bad guys. <laughs> yeah. They do. I don't, like, know what that is, but, like, a lot of kids, like, even, like, my little sister who's, like, eight, like, she's obsessed with, like, the villains of movies. Hmm. And, like... I don't really get that because she's like a really sweet little kid and uh -huh. like isn't a bad kid at all. Right. So I'm like, why do you like the bad guys always? Like, it's like taboo for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like when they hear like a bad word and they're yeah. like, <gasps> you said the S word. Said, yeah. And it's stupid. We were not allowed to say stupid in my house. Nope, neither was I. I was also not allowed to say that stinks because it was replacing sucks. And so. Oh, sucks was very yeah. controversial that? in the 90s. Mm -mm. Yeah. Most of us were not allowed to say sucks. Absolutely not. Which, like, for us, we didn't even, like, consider it to be, like, a sexual reference. Uh -huh. Like, we were just like, oh, that sucks. Like, that yeah. stinks. That, like, whatever. Yeah. And I could never understand why we weren't allowed to say it. Uh-huh. And now I know as an adult yeah. that I'm like, oh, well, they were, like, equating it to, like, like a sexual term. And I'm like, no. no we didn't. Come on. Adults always make things so pervy. And it's like, we're, <laughs> we're not. Right. We're kids. So yeah. no. The kids are fine. Let them say yeah. sucks. Unless you have kids, you don't need to go see this in a theater. You don't. But if you're just an adult who wants to see this movie, don't. No. Don't spend your money. Not in this economy. It's definitely <laughs> not worth your money in Unless the theater. You have Regal Unlimited. Unless you have Regal Unlimited. Love you. Love Regal. You. Kisses. Okay. I better have a free popcorn next time we go. Thank you. So we'll see you next week for our review of Men. Friday morning, as always, the episode will drop. And until then, we hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining us on the ride home.